Good morning, everyone. And a blessed, blessed Christmas morning to you. Everyone seems to have smiles, so I'm going to assume that you got what you wanted. Yes? Very good. My friends, uh, our reading speaks about that time. Uh, there are four readings for the Christmas uh, for Christmas services, uh, for our masses, uh, I've chosen to stick with Luke for all of them. And it speaks that uh, when Mary and Joseph got to the end, there was no room. And if you had been here last night, you would have found out what that really means, Be especially at the 4 p.m. There was no room left for anybody uh, to come in. And um, it was amazing. Uh, my friends, so much so, uh, um, each year we give a gift away of a book. Um, and uh, it was an amazing book. It's called uh, um, Love is Patient, But Why Am I Am Not? And uh, we're ran out, so <laughs> I apologize uh, that we've run out of the, the books this year. Um, but that was because <laughs> so many people came, uh, even more uh, than in, in previous times. And my friends, um, my homily serves as a homily, but as a reflection. And I've been telling the folks that um, I knew a little boy who once asked a priest, um, does God like us? And he would go on to say, does, does God love me? Can God, this is the one that was the most troubling, can God really love me because I am a sinner? And my friends, that little boy is your pastor. And he would grow up to dream of being a priest and become a priest. And the answer that I've come to understand, uh, and this is important, right? God was more brokenhearted about our sins than he was put off by it. And so, brokenheartedness, he decided to do something. He decided to love us. And he proved it by sending his son. And I've come to understand that Christmas and Easter answers the question that I had as a little boy. Does God love me? Absolutely. Absolutely. And my friends, this is the message I want to continue with. And um, last night in this day is full of light. And uh, that light was foretold by all of God's prophets from of old. Um, and particularly during this Advent season, Isaiah, one of the great prophets, um, spoke so kindly uh, uh, to his people uh, and that were troubled. And he, this prophet speaks to us. And uh, uh, his message was that the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. And upon all of those who are filled with darkness, and that darkness is different for everyone, a light has shone upon them. And that light, as John would tell us, is Christ himself. It is the very glory of the Lord that has shone all around them and all around us. That same light is manifested to us just as Isaiah had prophesied and hoped to see and then was fulfilled on that first Christmas. The light of the Christmas event is not a blinding light, uh, but rather one that is so gentle and so warm and it permeates the hearts of its people and fills each one of us with a certain type of peace and joy. 
Jesus said, it's the peace I will give you. And it's a peace that we have even in the midst of turmoil, certainly in the midst of joy, but uh, even when there was war and famine and stuff, this peace settles upon the Christian's heart. We are told the angel said, don't be afraid. For behold, I proclaim to you good news, a great joy for all people. And he meant no one was excluded. And so the light of Christmas should instill peace and joy in each one of your hearts. And while some people may say, why? We simply go back to what the prophet said and what the angel said. A Savior has been born. A Savior has entered into our human time and existence. And St. Paul puts it so beautifully. The grace of God has appeared, saving all. This is the meaning of Christmas. The grace of God has appeared. That is, the gratuitous love of God is revealed in the Christmas event the birth of Jesus Christ. And this love brings to each who will receive it light and joy. My friends, uh, I know I shouldn't do this, but I watch the news and the national news. <laughs> this morning, that's exactly what I did. And I'm going to come back to that and tell you. Uh, but, um, and as it is, uh, they report how our world is so pessimistic and hard and uh, disturbed by so much violence, and um, all right, and that violence often, is, the reason why it's there is because of such selfishness uh, done by, our, uh, by humanity. But Christmas interrupts that, the whole Christmas event. It's the one time of the year when almost every person will open their hearts to receive when normally it might be closed to others. Now, my friends, uh, thinking about how the world is portrayed with such pessimism and violence and stuff, you would think that God would come to reveal himself um, as a judge, uh, and a judge who is going to inflict deserved condemnation and punishment upon humanity. And here's... The God who is always full of surprises. He manifests his gracious gift of love by giving what we deserve the least, but by giving what we needed the most. Love did not come to condemn, but came and loved us even greater. His grace and love incarnate, his Son, who presents himself not as a king on a throne, not as a king rolling in on chariots, but he enters into our human existence as a baby, humble and meek. And when we think about it, in need. Babies are in need. The other thing about babies is, from what I've seen, they're constantly reaching out to pull you in. <laughs> so you hug them. Isn't God clever? He sends the love incarnate as a child that appears to be in need. My brothers and sisters, 
and Christmas, divine love descended into our human time. Eternity comes into the finite and brought with him the message that we are loved just as we are. Notwithstanding our mistakes and our weaknesses and all those things, but perhaps to the contrary, we are loved precisely because of our mistakes and our weaknesses. God, in fact, loves us in order to save us. Often, and I know this is a priest because people come to me often to talk to me, folks think that they must first be good and holy, and then God will love them. But the scriptures absolutely refute that thought. It is the opposite. We first need to be loved by God, that then we can be good and holy, as our Heavenly Father is good and holy, because it is through His grace and His love that this happens. His love that is given is a transformative one. God offers His gratuitous and generous love freely. You do not merit it. You do not earn it. He simply gives it. My friends, for those who think the opposite, well, I must first be good, you are on a path to despair and discouragement. It does not have to be that way. And so the gratuitous grace and love of God fills each of us with his joy and his peace. It can, if we allow it, give courage so that we will walk every day with our heads held high, knowing that we are his children. It will encourage us to walk more and more in faith and hope and love in all things. A child is born to us, a son given us, Isaiah the prophet of God says. And St. John puts it this way, St. John the evangelist. And I know you guys know this one. God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have life eternal. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn it, but that the world might be saved through him. John three sixteen. As our Christian hymns tell us about Christmas, God and sinner reconciled. Divinity and humanity united. This day, I please allow his love to wash over you, allow his light to come upon you. God loves you. And whatever the circumstances you find yourselves in, you can be absolutely assured that you are loved by him. Be certain and firm of this absolute truth as it is found in the scriptures because it will free you from undue discouragement and despairs, lack of hope, whether it be because of pride, whether it be from hardness of heart, whatever it may be, my brothers and sisters. That is my homily, and everything that was in my homily is found in this book. You should have it and read it. If you want to know about God, you need to read about his son, and it's in here. Everything that I've told you is found in this book. As I grew up, as I told you, 
a young, a young boy wondering if God loved me. And through his scriptures and through people, I discovered that he did, in fact. 